Hello, I'm Avery or Hazel or Kylie. You can just pick one. I don't care. Hello, I am Lily. And welcome to the From the Closet podcast, uh, second Christmas special for 2022. Um, today ho, we are covering... Ho, hoes. Wow. Really creative there. Uh, today we are covering Home Alone, which is barely a Christmas movie, but we'll go with it. Um... You can join us Everyone next week. Everyone considers it a Christmas movie, especially my cable company, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but um, you can join us next week for the SpongeBob SquarePants movie and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 1. Uh, if you would like to avoid spoilers for Home Alone, there is a link Why? in the dis- <laughs> there is a link in the description to Just Watch, which will have all the places you can purchase, rent, or stream this movie. Uh... Our link is to the U.S. version of the site, but if you use the app, it will redirect you to your country's page automatically, and you can change the page from the from the website itself. No, also no, no. In the dis- If you somehow manage to avoid spoilers for Home Alone, that's just impressive. I, I gotta be honest, like, I don't know that I've seen 2, 3, and 4 ever. Like, I know yeah, I've like, seen this I feel like, this movie before a number of times. I almost feel like everyone, if you, even if you haven't watched it, I feel like everyone at least knows a decent chunk of the story of Home Alone. At least the first one, yeah, probably. Um, yeah. I do know that I have been to the hotel in 2 that he tears up. Um... Like, it's an actual real hotel, and I've been there. I didn't stay there, but I've been there. Oh, that's cool. But, um, regardless, uh, also, you will find in the description that th- a link to our Patreon, where you can get access to episodes of this show early, as well as early access to episodes of our sister show, Off the Shelf, which is about books, and is exclusive to YouTube and Patreon. You will not find it on any of the audio platforms. Um, also, you can vote on future episodes of this show on the Patreon as well. Uh, you will also find in the description a link to Anchor.fm, which itself will have links to every platform that this podcast is on, as well as links to our Instagram and Twitter, where you can be notified when we release a new episode. So, with all that being said, let's get into this movie. Uh, so, guess what? Um, we won't be as toxic in this podcast. Not because, um, you know, we have the same opinions. No, we just did that all off screen. <laughs> I mean, okay, so this is going probably going to be another case where it was like Infinity Train Season 3, where I really didn't like this movie, and I think Lily really does like it. I, I mean, I'm obviously not... It's it's no eight, let's be honest, but it's definitely a classic. To some people. <laughs> yeah. Um I, I'm sorry, Home Alone uh, fans, but I am going to talk about my issues with this movie. Well, I'm gonna talk about um some of the strengths of this movie as well. But of course, spoilers ahead. Yeah, obviously. So, leave if you don't want them, because we're talking about shit now. Okay. So, um, 
I, I'm just going to start off by saying what I do like. Um, I really love the uh, the scenes where Kevin is defending his house from uh, Harry and Marv. I also really like Kevin's interactions with the old man and like how he's not really a bad guy and like he's not as scary as Kevin first thought. Of course, he was told to think that way by a member of his family, which I'll get to them later. Um, I mean, you always have these rumors about, you know, people. Doesn't mean that they're always true, but there's always one way of how rumor spreads. People. Right. Um, and I Not did think it was, I did think the comedy in this movie was for the most part pretty funny. Um, it doesn't quite reach the level of Elf's comedy. But it's still yeah. funny. Um, I, I do also, uh, I, I don't know, part of me really likes when he just goes shopping and there's that interaction between him and the cashier and she's like, where is your mom? And he's like, in the car. Where's your dad? At work. Uh, where do you live? I'm not telling you that. Why? You're a stranger. I will be honest, and this could play in an effect with um, something that you're going to say later. For whatever reason, he's a really good liar. I mean... We'll talk about that later, but I would say also, that's typical. I would say being a good liar is typical for kids in his scenario. Also, weirdly obsessed with um, Dental Health Association on a toothbrush. That's something. <laughs> Just things know. I've noticed. Uh, I, that's something. But, yeah, uh, so... The things I really don't like are Kevin's family and the entire moral lesson that Kevin is supposed to learn. So, for the first, like, 10, 15 minutes of the movie, Kevin, everyone in Kevin's family acts like a dick towards Kevin. And it, it, they're, they're literally abusing him. And it's, like, in some way you can't really blame the kids because they're just copying the adults in their life. But it still doesn't make it okay. Um, it's just that Kevin is facing abuse from all sides. And, like, while you might say that Kevin is, like, being a little shit, he's being a kid, and he's acting out, and, like, he's being told he's a bad kid all the time. When you tell a kid they're gonna be a bad kid, then they're gonna... Bleh, sorry. When you tell a kid that they're bad, they're gonna be a bad kid. It's the basic child um, psychology. I actually said my piece on like Avery thinks it's um you know, this type of stuff happens what every not every day, but like most of the time I would say that because of the, the heightened emotions of the of the holiday, of the family, you know they have a they have a stupidly big family. Okay, who they agree do. on that? Yeah, they okay, well, just, they do have sorry, a stupidly just, big family, but like I'm not saying I that, just to add. that I'm not saying that the, this abuse, like this abusive incident, is like the same thing that happens every single time. But what I what what I would say is that he does face this abuse he, a lot. Um, the movie kind of makes that clear that he 
he's been facing this a lot. It's um, And you can clearly see in the scenes when he's by himself and you see flashbacks of his family members saying horrible things to him. Like, you can see that this is really affecting him. Then again, like, someone, if someone was abused that bad, I feel like it, it took him a little bit too soon to be, um, damn, I can't want my family back now. Maybe, maybe it's a holiday's effect, him. I don't know. I think that's more, uh, the weird writing of this movie. I, I, because they're trying to f force in this moral lesson that he needs to appreciate his family, and I'm like, no, no, he doesn't. They, they're abusive to him. He doesn't need to learn to appreciate that. I, mean, I feel like uh, there's another lesson of people may say or say something that they don't mean, and 10 out of 10 times will absolutely regret later. Yeah, but that message is communicated a lot more effectively with the old man than it is with Kevin's family. Yeah. I mean, I, a lot obviously more Obviously, the entire reason that, you know, the old man was even there was to convey said lesson to Kevin. Well, I think it's... Uh, it, it almost happens in the reverse way, actually. It's more like he conveys the message... But more like Kevin conveys that message to him. Hmm. I guess that's true. But like, um, I mean, yeah, what I mean, the only, the only reason why he's here is because of that lesson. That's actually kind of a, and I could be wrong, but that's kind of a Home Alone thing of where, oh, look at this strange adult person. We'll be saying that a lot. Also, I I kind of have this theory that the son was gay and the the, the old guy was like homophobic, and that's why they fell out. <laughs> hmm. Just my head canon. It, it's not confirmed in the movie at all, but I think that would be you know that would be something. Also, speaking of gay, um, we should cover Strange World at some point. You know when that becomes available on Disney Plus. I have never heard of... Oh, Strange World is the newest movie, right? Yeah, it's the newest uh, Disney movie. Like, uh, Disney Animation Studio. Well, the main character is gay, and they talk about it at least three separate times in the movie. So, that God that's what damn. I've heard. <laughs> that's what I've heard. Okay. Making me want to go watch it more and more. Yeah, um, but I've heard that otherwise it's not really a particularly great movie. Um, and most people just say it's worth watching to stick a middle finger to homophobic Disney. Mm. But, yeah, um, we'll cover that, maybe. Um, but I don't maybe. think it's on Disney Plus yet. Mm. It should be. Oh well, but yeah. I mean, uh, streaming is really killing my favorite way of watching movies. If you're gonna say the movie theater, I disagree. I do not think streaming's killing it. Well, I mean, people are going to the movie theater less and less nowadays. Literally, my no. family is never even uh, caring about the movie theater anymore. I have seen people going to the movie theater more and more now that, 
like the pandemic is mostly over. I mean, COVID's still around, but it's not nearly as bad as it used to be. I mean, and I've definitely seen a lot of people that was that like in this mindset of, well, why should I go to the theater now? It's probably just going to be on my streaming service a few days later. That's usually not what I see, because um, especially typically with anything owned by Disney, it usually takes a couple of months. Um, I see people like, yeah, it could wait a few months instead of having to pay to go to the theater. And to be fair, some some theaters are really expensive. Some theaters, like the one nearby my house, is not. Yeah, I would, like I would kill to go. No, what's actually being uh, killed, and I would even argue is my actual favorite way of watching a movie, the drive-in. That might be dead, yeah, I don't know. I mean, um, it's been dying even before streaming. I don't think it yeah, can take I anymore. Think, I, I think in large part due to the fact that drive-ins relied on people using FM radios. Yeah. And people just don't use those anymore. Still, hell, I, I love watching hell, movies. I, I've even been seeing and, and, cars being made that don't have them. Oh, yeah. Um, they all have, like, the um, Sirius XM, you know? Yeah. And, and, like, seeing cars without CD players, that that's another thing, too. It's like, yeah, Kind of makes sense. I mean, it, you can just rely on Sirius XM and Bluetooth connection and... Or like, yeah, Bluetooth connection, Spotify. That's what my friend does. He, does, yeah, he never or, even uses the radio. Yeah. Um, now, I do personally prefer, like, aux connection over Bluetooth connection because you do get better sound quality... Plus, you can often listen to your music in a car that doesn't have Bluetooth with, when you have an aux Even connection. Even still, like, that's still, um, much, like, that's still not radio, you know? Radio is definitely getting, um, smaller and smaller. Yeah, and I think, um, it, it, I think that's what's killing drive-ins more than anything. I think the pandemic was really, really hard on movie theaters. Um, and they struggled mm -hmm. quite a bit. Largely because people weren't... It, not only because people weren't going to the theater, but they also weren't making movies either. Yeah, because people weren't going to the theater. Well, it was also kind of hard to get actors and oh, yeah, directors yeah. and everybody coordinated to actually make a movie. I almost forgot about that. But, I mean, once you get past all of that, you know, struggles, you then have to remember, oh, yeah, no one's effing going to the theater anyway. Yeah, it's like, and the movies that do get made, I can kind of understand why some of them ended up being not nearly as great as they could have been. Uh, for example, Raya and the Last Dragon. Oh, yeah. Like, they had... Which, they had to make that movie during the pandemic, and it's not particularly a great movie. Um, yeah, if we had to cover that one again, we both would get a drastically different score. 
Yeah, I would lower I remember it. We, um, I remember we did that movie pretty high, I believe. I think we both gave it like somewhere in the sevens, so not really that high. I, I, I almost thought we gave it somewhere in the eights, or at least I did. Um, I, I just think, um, like, the message about blind trust is a little bit harmful to kids, but, I mean, there are things to like about the movie. Like, the animation is beautiful, some of the action sequences are nice, and, like, I don't know. Uh, some people don't like Aquafina, but I think she's pretty fun to watch. Did you say Aquafina? That she played Sisu. Okay. That's a fucking water brand. Yeah, she's also it's also the name of a uh, an actress. Huh. Like once you said that I was like the the fucking uh, um water bottle brand? What? Although it is kind of funny that two movies came out in 2021 starring Aquafina and both were about dragons. What's the, the other one, one was a mark the, it, the other one was a Marvel movie. We'll get to it later. It's a Marvel movie starring dragons? Okay, I'm interested. <laughs> I wouldn't say starring, but it does feature dragons. Feature. Nice. <laughs> but yeah, back to Home Alone. Um, I would say that at best, at best, the morals of this movie are questionable. Um, and at worst, it's downright Every morally season. bankrupt. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest here. Even if we give this, like, the movie the best we can, over in analyzing this movie, everything is questionable. This movie yeah. was not meant to be overanalyzed. You're supposed to take it as it is. I don't know, just to me, I wasn't even analyzing it that hard. It's just, like, I messaged you last night... Um, saying, like, I really hope this movie gets better because this kid is literally just being abused for, like, the first ten minutes. Um, and, I was like, playing Splatoon, so that's why I didn't respond. Yeah, like, it bothered me so much that I turned off the movie and watched the rest earlier today. I mean, that's just what I'm... That's just what I do. I watch the movie, uh, typically the day of, so I have the... Like, I remember more of it. Yeah, um, but I, I don't know. It's it, it's nowhere near as morally bad as the Parent Trap was, but it's still kind of oh, bad. Oh God! And I mean, unlike you the have Parent to be Trap, really bad. You have to be really bad for um, it's reached the Parent Trap level. Yeah, like, and also unlike the Parent Trap, this movie isn't boring. As much as I don't like the movie, it's not boring. Definitely keeps you interested with some of the humor, and uh, probably really um, good slapstick humor as well. Yeah, um, uh, and it, it, it's probably it's definitely been talked about a number of times, like the amount of laws that get broken in this movie. Because um, like it's not just Harry and Marv that are breaking laws; Kevin's parents are breaking laws. Kevin is breaking laws. I mean, for one thing, we literally see him shoplift albeit accidentally um and that is a real thing and you can sometimes kind of get away with it if you uh like you you can just like go back to the store and say hey i didn't realize i accidentally took this blah 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 mm -hmm. um 
yeah, the, it was there are accidental. There are protections in place, like if you shoplift accidentally. Um, however, um, I mean, he also was running from the police as well. I don't think that also bodes well. It doesn't, but he was terrified of the man who he hadn't learned yet wasn't really that scary. That's true. Also, um, just because a man is robbing you, um, I feel like he went a bit too far, and let's be honest, if any of this was realistic, those two people would be dead or yeah, laid um, in the hospital. He did go too far. Um, a number of the things that he did to Harry and Marv were very illegal. Uh, like, for instance, blowtorching Harry's head. That's illegal. However, yeah. However, if they didn't die, I'm just going to guess that they're invincible and it's fine. <laughs> yeah, and also, just, just a PSA out there to anyone, if you get a burn... Do not immediately put that burn into ice. You're just going to make it worse. No, I did. Okay, take with a grain of salt, and I have seen it work. But mustard. Usually, from from what I have heard from Doctor Mike, uh, who went over mm -hmm. like all the medical injuries that were in this film, uh, it's a great video. Yeah. I do recommend it. Um, he's he says that. Um, Ideally, what you would want is lukewarm water. Mm, yeah. Um, my cooking teacher, once I got a burn, and it was just a small burn, um, they just like put a little bit of mustard on it. Apparently, it felt better from that person. Mm. The other thing, weird, too, is but that... I'm not going to doubt. The other thing, too, is that with the kind of burn that he got on his head... It's questionable whether or not he would even feel it. Because sometimes burns can be so severe that they actually burn the nerves, so you can't oh, yeah. feel it. And I really can't imagine the burn was not severe enough to actually burn the nerves. I mean, if we go on to the other person for a second... The one that just got hit and square in the head with, I forgot, but looked heavy. Um, yeah. That's they also either both concussion from, or blunt force trauma. They also both fall from a height of two stories, so... Uh, oh, into a brick wall. Don't forget about the brick wall part. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine they're not dead. Technically, I think you could live through all of this, but you would be very banged up and probably not well. And, I just want to, uh, just a little bit of spoiler for a second movie. It's even worse in that movie. Oh, I can't imagine. I'm pretty sure, like, there was, like, an electric shock that had, like, showing their skeleton. I mean, there was one guy who got shot in the nuts with, I think it was a BB. I yeah, think that was a like BB, BB gun. Um... Which, in well, some states, it's actually elite. BB, um, you'd be out for the count for a while. Yeah, and, and like, I don't know, I do think, I, I, I'm not certain about this, but I think there are some places in the U.S. where it's illegal to own a BB, a, a, a BB gun. 
I'm not sure. Like, it's, like, straight up illegal to own a BB gun? Maybe. I don't know. Uh, Maybe if you're a minor, uh, it could be illegal uh, in some places. How old is that person, anyway? The one that actually had the BB. I don't know. He looks 15 to me. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, he seems like a 15-year-old. I mean, he's smuggling playboys. I I mean, I wouldn't... I wouldn't want to imagine what else he's smuggling. Probably weed. No, this is 1990. Probably not. Eh, lol. (laughs) If it was the 60s or now, probably. Probably, yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, uh, I, I, I don't know. I just... I think there is some stuff of value here to this movie, which is why I am going to end up rating it higher than The Last Unicorn, even though this movie infuriates me and that movie just confuses the hell out of me. I was going to ask whether you felt like this movie deserves better than The Last Unicorn. Yeah, um... Then again, you can really just chop up the movie and, let's be honest, most people have only watched, like, you know, clippets of the movie because they see it on cable. Oh, right. Another thing I wanted to say. Oh my god, Freeform, I know you're out there. You play this movie way too much. <laughs> Holy shit. Blame it's Disney. Like, they're the one they're the ones that own Freeform. Really? Yeah. And they actually do own um Home Alone too. Yeah. Uh now I they never do, knew at least. that. Holy shit. Wait. Okay, that's just new information for me. <laughs> uh, Freeform used to be ABC Family, that's how I know, because Disney owns ABC. Oh, okay. And obviously, Freeform is not um, the only one just constantly playing Home Alone. The amount of... everyone is. The amount of TV channels that Disney, own is, Disney owns is a lot. Like, there's Disney Channel, and then I think there's like... I think on most cable services, there's a version of Disney Channel that's three hours behind. Weird, but okay. Yeah, um, and then there's Disney XD, and then there's Disney Junior, and Freeform, and ABC, and it's a lot. I like to say, like, the stuff of value of this movie, to me at least, is very overwhelming. Because, like, that's the movie, and I, um, that's what made it popular, you know? What made it popular was the slapstick, the, um, the over-the-top, um, abuse that these robbers are getting, because they just want some treasure. And I guess yeah, what's and, someone's um, house. Yeah, Which, and, that's a dick you know, move. Yeah, real dick move. Um, you're gonna take everything they own and then flood their house. So, like, it, and then you know they're not even gonna have it. Just gonna be insane. Their water like, bill is gonna be insane. The repair costs to their house is gonna be insane. Because, uh, like, obviously that's gonna do a lot of water damage. Oh, obviously, yeah. 
And remember, they just got a bunch of stuff stolen that they need to replace, too. So it's like, it would take them a while. Um, and what they're able to do would depend on how much they have in their bank account. And considering these robbers go after the, these homes while people are on vacation, it's probably not that much. Yeah, no. I mean, they think also if they had any cash in their homes, like a safe, you know, they would think, oh, yeah, I have plenty of money back at home. But no, they don't. That's either flooded or gone. Yeah, Jesus. or it's in a place that nope. they, or it's in a place they couldn't find. That too, that was yeah. like high up enough. That was like high up enough that it couldn't get flooded, or was waterproof. Mm -hmm. I mean, My dad actually keeps a bunch of money. My dad actually keeps a bunch of money in a waterproof case. In that in that one scenario, good for you. But a lot of these people probably didn't. So as many laws as Kevin broke that day, they deserved all of it. I don't know if I Let's would go so real. far as to say they I don't know if I would go so far as to say they deserve all of it because some of the stuff Kevin did to them could very easily have killed them. I mean, and they I don't know. ruined multiple families with everything they had. They, they had no reason to go that far. They just wanted, they just steal to steal. They had no reason to go that far to flood the place. As I'm, I'm, um, one of the characters said, he's sick. To, to be clear, I think that the whole idea that he ruined the families is, in theory, correct they may also still be able to recover. Because um, we, ha I, I didn't take into account insurance. That is true. And, well, their families are probably not ruined now because they freaking caught the guy, so... Like, silver there, lining, there's not I only insurance... There's not in only insurance, but also, like, reparations that they would be forced to pay by the court system. Like, there, there is at least mm -hmm. something. So, in theory, they could have ruined the families, and also, in theory, they could be... They could very easily bounce back. Then, you have to ask yourself, like, what would likely happen in a, in a scenario? They, they robbed multiple houses... It even says that um, every house that was flooded, we now know it's you. <laughs> so apparently, yeah. they they robbed multiple houses uh, that Christmas time. How many I mean, of those houses do you think do could just, if they never got caught, of course, would just n not be able to financially recover from this? Well, it's questionable um, because, again, insurance doesn't like the insurance company doesn't care about whether or not the guy is caught. True, but they're I've still had, gonna. I mean, I guess it's more health insurance that doesn't care about your health. I that mean, that's what we were saying to say. <laughs> yeah, I mean, healthcare situation in America sucks. But um, the other thing too that I noticed with this movie is like. 
the the whole thing about it taking place around Christmas time is really just a device to explain some things away in the plot without them feeling contrived. So like, oh, all the people, all the families that live on this block are going on trips right now. Yeah, makes sense. It's Christmas. Doesn't feel contrived. Oh, they're the mm-hmm. the the family is having trouble getting back home to Kevin because all the flights are booked. Christmas. Like each of these things Wait. would work on their own, even if it wasn't Christmas. I just, I just realized I, Christmas is a plot device. Yes, that that's what I was uh. trying to say earlier in um, our previous conversation. The Christmas here is literally just a plot device to make things not seem contrived. It would work just as well with Thanksgiving. I mean, there's also something like what if they just wanted to make a Christmas movie, it just so happens that the movie could work on Thanksgiving. It could work on Thanksgiving. You could maybe argue it could even work on Mother's Day or Easter. I mean, I'm not... Uh, well, actually, Easter. probably not Easter. Questionable. Uh, yeah, probably not Easter. Easter is not nearly as popper, popular now as it used to be. Um, in fact, like... Popular. I think, recent, I, I think recently, even among Christians, um, um, it's not nearly as popular um, cause the thing really? is like, yeah, it's, a uh, the, um, the last church I went to, they had a theory about this. They believe that the whole, like the whole premise of Easter is like, you know, it's when Christ died for our sins and blah, 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 blah. It's, a uh, <laughs> it, it's basically, um, people don't like to be held accountable this was their theory. Um, and so now the two most pop the, the two most common days that people go to church are on the Sunday before Christmas and Mother's Day. Huh. And it used to be like, the Sunday why? before Christmas and Easter. Wait, why Mother's Day? I have no idea. <laughs> I go to um, I go to church none of the days. Not religious. I don't really <laughs> go to church anymore. I, I don't really go to church anymore either. I mean, I do still consider yeah. myself a Christian, but most Christians these days, um, they follow a different Jesus probably. than the one I follow. Uh, most Christians would probably not consider you as a Christian. No, they probably wouldn't, but, like, I feel like I understand Jesus more than they do, because the way I see it, Jesus mm-hmm. was the ultimate social justice warrior. Like, he, and a lot of people would have you believe that if Jesus was alive today, he'd be a right-winger, but the guy was as liberal as they come, according to the text of the Bible. Like, he was yeah, literally no, a socialist. Comes, yeah, when it comes to me, obviously... I've never been religious a day in my life. And there is parts where I've, I, I've sung, um, 
you know, the corals. I've done everything. This my parents just thought, oh, it's a fun thing, even though Christian Christianity was tied to it. Yeah, um, um, and the thing is, like, Christmas is still very much a religious holiday. It's ballooned into more than that, but at its roots, that's what it is. Definitely. Um, obviously, a lot of not like a lot of non-religious people have definitely celebrated Christmas. My family included. Yeah. And uh, it, it it's not exactly um, it it everything doesn't exactly match up either. I mean, um, historical record indicates that Jesus was not born in December. Uh, so huh. there's that too. Uh, what I remember, and I just want to say, this, I actually remember I met you while you were still going to church. Yeah, um, but the pastor of that church turned out to um, basically, it, it turned out he told me one thing to my face and then said another thing in a sermon when I wasn't there, and that sermon went up on YouTube. And I watched it. So, um, you know, when I figured out that, hey, this guy is, uh, like, this guy will say one thing and believe another, I, I don't really want to be in a church that supports him. Yeah. That's just weird to me. Like, it's just one guy of power. Like, what, what gives him this so much respect? I don't know. It, Building to school it's something for a number I of years. Just never understand. Um, but like, I don't know. I don't know if I'm ever gonna go to a church in, in where I live, because like it's kind of hard to find uh, more libertarian uh, Christians, and even more so harder to find Christians that are accepting of trans people. Because, like, it, it, I don't know, it's it's hard. Yeah. That said, uh, with, with regard to Christmas movies, we are going to continue doing this Christmas movie. Like, we're going to be doing two specials every year, uh, but we're not going to be going out of our way to try to avoid cr Christmas movies that lean into the Christianity side of Christmas. Because it's simply just impossible to avoid it. Yeah, though, I would, my ideal Christmas movie is probably Violent Night instead of, uh, you know, all of this religious talk. Yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't know, I, I, still, I still keep going back and forth on whether I think Violent Night looks good or bad. I mean, at the end of the day, you just have to watch it to ultimately see. And I don't know if I will ever do that. I don't blame you, but ultimately, there's only one way out, and it's um, to truly find out. Yeah, yourself, well, I mean, least. the thing is, the thing is, like, I don't know if I will ever do that because I don't know if it will ever be available. Oh, that's also like, true. Yeah. But anyway, um, I don't really have much more to say about Home Alone. I didn't like the movie. The few things I did like, I've talked about. Um, hmm. I mean, granted, it I is think, like a decent, it, it, 
at least the things that I did like are like a decent chunk of the movie. So there is that. That is, yeah. I guess the takeaway of Home Alone is definitely the majority of the movie is watchable. <laughs> Even to the, yeah, I, uh, the harshest critic. So, Put that uh, out of the way. Um, I guess we have to get to... Oh, speaking of the critics, critic ratings. Yeah, so um, IMDb gives this movie a 7.7 .7 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes okay. gives it a 66%. TV Guide hmm. has it at 63%. And 91% of... Yeah. And 91% of Google users like the movie. Okay, TV Guide has it pretty low, but again, who? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, fucking what? Um, like I said, I do love this movie, and I'm not afraid to say it's probably fucking nostalgia. However, with that said, it's still not as good as some of the other Elf. movies we've covered on this podcast. I wouldn't even say so, it's as good as Elf. <laughs> it's debatable for me. Obviously, my Elf experience was not as um, high as yours, but honestly, I think I'm actually going to have to give this... Oh, God. Actually, this is hard. Um, Seven point... Fuck it. Actually, you know what? No. Same as Elf. 7.3. That's that's actually the only thing I can think of. So, uh, I'm giving this movie a 5.1. Wow, point one better than The Last Unicorn. Yeah, because, like, the thing is, The Last Unicorn, it left me confused. I didn't know what to feel after I watched it. I, I can't even necessarily say that I enjoyed the movie. This movie had aspects of it that I did enjoy, it had aspects of it that I despised. So, given that it actually gave me more feelings than just confusion, I have to give it at least a little bit better than what I gave The Last <laughs> Unicorn. God, that was a, just a confusing movie. Yeah. But, I mean, with all that being said, um, you can join us next week for... Uh, uh, the the SpongeBob SquarePants movie and Agents of Shield season one. Hopefully, you can join us join us next year for Home Alone two. And uh, with all that being said, I've been Avery. That's been Lily, and we will be seeing you. <laughs>